At long last, an episode we've been waiting to bring you for a long time. A big announcement last week at our Dayton, Tennessee factory, our North American facility, is ready to double its capacity up to as many as 4 million tires per year by 2024. We're going to dig deep into that news in this month's Snokey and Tires Journey podcast. Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Noki and Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Noki and Tires Journey Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this month's episode. It's a big one, maybe our most gratifying yet, because the news we're sharing in it is among our most gratifying news in a long time here in North America. We are adding 75 jobs at our North American factory in Dayton, Tennessee. We're building a 600,000 tire warehouse there, and we are ready to make our push from 2 million tires to 4 million tires per year in Dayton. We plan to hit that full capacity mark by 2024. I got so excited about that news, I forgot to even introduce myself. But I'm Wes Bowling. I'm the Senior Manager of Communications and Content at Nokia Tires North America. Thrilled to bring you this big news out of Dayton. We held an event last Wednesday, January 11th, at our Dayton, Tennessee factory. The State of Tennessee's Commissioner of Economic and Community Development joined us for that news. Operations Director David Corda was there and spoke as well. And we're going to hear from David in just a few minutes. We want to dig into this news with him. What does it mean to be adding 75 employees? Especially what does it mean, though, to be doubling that production? What goes into that? How do we maintain that commitment to quality and excellence and to our Hakka Polita culture as we grow? And the warehouse, what does that mean for our distribution mechanisms as that becomes our ninth warehouse in our North American network? David's going to tell us all about that in an interview that we're going to get into in just a moment. But then we're going to talk about one of those products that's really popular that we're making at the Dayton factory, and that's the all-weather Nokia Tires WRG4. One dealer in particular across our continental network has turned all-weather tires into a cash cow. And that's Howie Fetzer. Now, many of you have probably heard Howie before. He's all over Modern Tire Dealer. He's a popular interview for anybody who wants to talk about all-weather tires, and yet he only sells our all-weather tires. And they make up between 85 and 90% of his sales up in Connecticut at his shop. That's an eye-popping number. And so we wanted to catch up with him during all-weather season as folks are maybe regretting not putting on those winter tires or thinking about why they're slipping and sliding in snow. And we wanted to talk about his secrets to success, the way he tells that story to his customers, the way he's built his shop around that product segment. More and more of those Nokian Tires WRG4s are going to be coming out of the Dayton factory, and we are really pumped to bring you this interview and, of course, more and more of those all-weather and all-season tires. All right, without further conversation then, let's get to that chat with David Corda. David has been at the Dayton factory from the ground floor. In fact, the ground was mud when he got there. 
He helped oversee the construction of the Dayton factory and then moved into an operations role and leads operations at the Dayton factory. He's been doing that now for almost three years. And so he is uniquely positioned to talk about what we're doing in Dayton, the process of ramping up and doubling that production, but also the people that are doing that and the way we're going to be adding these 75 jobs and maybe more like 125 in 2023 and how you maintain that commitment to quality and premium culture as you do that. Let's get to our chat now with Dayton Factory Operations Director David Corda. Well, we are excited for a special conversation today related to some big news to start the year for Nokian Tires. And that news is the creation of 75 jobs at the Dayton factory above and beyond our initial commitment to the state. That ends up taking the form of about 125, though, new employees in Dayton in 2023, where we plan to double capacity with some new equipment in our existing footprint by 2024. And we're also announcing a 600,000 tire warehouse connected to the facility, making it our ninth distribution facility in North America. And to talk with us about that, we have the operations director of the Dayton Factory joining us. David, welcome back to the show and congratulations on some exciting news announced last week. Hey, Wes. uh, Very happy new year to you. And uh, it's going to be a really exciting year and uh, years to come. Really uh, uh, looking forward to the challenges ahead of us. So happy to be here and join you. Well, it's a happy new year for Nokian Tires, for sure. You've been with us since the factory was literally a concrete foundation. I remember my first week at the company, we sat in a construction trailer and you talked us through all the work that remained to be done to put this factory together. It came together on schedule. It's ramping up on schedule. Thanks in large part to your leadership, first on the construction side and now as the operations director. How gratifying has it been for you to witness the growth to date and how excited are you in the wake of this announcement for what's to come? And thinking about it from that perspective, it's just so humbling uh, to be a part of this kind of like a, think of it as a tapestry and to weave a pretty, I'd say, integral part, an important part of kind of laying the foundation and being involved in the the growth and the really the culture is what I'm most uh, excited about being able to develop the culture the, the way I think it should be and and kind of weave it into the the Hakka Palita uh, spirit all, all within. That's so humbling and gratifying and uh, uh, rewarding to see it come to life and really work itself out where people ultimately come back and say, this is the best place I've ever worked. And, and uh, I really appreciate all the things you guys are doing here and, and things like building the team and, and uh, seeing it come to life. It's just, um, it's special. And uh, uh, I'm really proud uh, of what the team has accomplished here and uh, being able to be an integral part of that is, is, is just, uh, I can't say, uh, enough about how satisfying and rewarding that that is. And your team has been working really hard in recent months to get that next step going toward full capacity. So just to recap, for those who may not understand kind of how this buildup happened, we opened in 2019, started making tires for commercial uh, production in 2020, in January of 2020. And in that first stage, we had the equipment, we had the personnel to get to around 2 million tires. Our ultimate capacity number, though, is up to 4 million tires, and that required additional equipment, 
which we're announcing now, and additional personnel, which we're announcing now. So again, that means 75 new jobs above and beyond what was promised to the state. But ultimately, we're going to take that employment number from 350 to around 475. So really, it's more like 125 new positions, doubling that capacity. I want to ask you what has gone into this ramp up so far from 2 million to 4 million and what remains to be done here as part of that process? So at this point, I'd say the the largest portion of it is a whole lot of planning, Um, planning for new personnel, planning for new equipment. Uh, There's been a fair amount of work uh, go on in the factory in terms of running additional uh, utilities and, and uh, local drops and things like that and prepping for when this equipment arrives. The equipment's all been ordered for quite some time now and it's starting to show up as of uh, uh, last month. So some of it is already here. The foundation work and all the prep work uh, to receive it is already in place, uh, but we're really starting to see uh, now the, the physical aspects of all this prep work as the machines start to to come in uh, a few of them here now we have cassettes uh everywhere <laughs> right now everyone's wow and that never thought about because uh, before we had all this extra room in the factory and that's quickly going away uh so people are really feeling it and getting excited and these new products that we're about to offer and people see those and we're doing uh, some test series on those. They're, wow, this is really good looking stuff. So um, we're just, I say on the, on the cusp of really kicking it into high gear uh, in the working out of all this planning that's been done over the past many, many months. It's amazing to see and being in the factory now compared to even being in the factory a few months ago, you see you see that difference and you see that growth and, and it's exciting amidst I'm sure many, many challenges. One big storyline as part of those upgrades is the introduction of light truck tires to the factory's portfolio. That's going to be big as, as to date, we've only made those all season and all weather passenger and, and some SUV tires. Can you describe the process that's enabled us to add that light truck capability? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, we have the capability uh, right now, and this was always the plan. Um, there's only a few uh, of the, I'd say, the higher sizes, uh, higher diameter uh, rim sizes that we really need the new equipment to be able to do those things for, but it's a smaller percentage. So everything we have here now, we can do in terms of equipment from a uh, in R&D side, of course, as we bring these products, which was the plan uh, to roughly introduce this into the factory this time, uh, it's, it's, R&D has a lot to do with it. So they've been designing and, of course, we need molds and toolings and uh, new uh, uh, components, compounds and so on, uh, raw materials and so on. And all of that is kind of been a part of that planning that I was describing along with the people and the equipment and so on. So that is uh, pretty much on its way. We're, we're building uh, now the, I'll say the baby uh, steps towards that and doing the P metric sizes of the similar family. Um, And as we uh, get into having all these uh, tests done and we move towards the, the LT sizes later in this year, um, and definitely by mid-year, we'll be really um, in the thick of it. So um, that's kind of where it is, and uh, really excited to 
get these uh, kicked off as a lot of the uh, people in the parking lot, they like the big aggressive tires and, hey, now we're going to be making them. And, hey, I made and was a part of making that tire that, oh, I want that on my truck and those <laughs> kinds of things. That's, uh, that's fun to see people get uh, jazzed up and excited about. Pretty awesome. The other equipment and capability piece of this is that 600,000 tire warehouse. It's going to be on site. It's going to join our distribution network and become our ninth warehouse in our North American network. What advantages will that warehouse give you that you don't currently have at the factory? Space. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, that that's a big part of it. Uh, as we produce these tires, we have to have a place to put them. And it's been a really good plan in place to kind of the empty space that we had where the we'll call it stage two uh, wasn't yet in place. We had all this space to, and most of that was for the tires. So we had a little mini warehouse within the factory. Well, all that's getting taken up. Uh, so as we basically pass the baton out of the, the factory, being able to uh, be used for that space, the warehouse is must be here to physically uh put those tires uh somewhere where they can uh be sorted and get the correct uh deliveries out to the customers so it's a really integral part of it uh, maybe it's not as sexy as uh the uh equipment and the new machinery and all those things but uh, it's a big empty building but it's a really important piece of the puzzle so uh happy to see it come in and by 2024, it's going to be a big full building. Excited to to see that come online. Yes. A more rewarding topic than even than the equipment in the warehouse is, of course, the people and being able to add more jobs. And again, want to explain that distinction. So we originally promised the state of Tennessee we'd bring 400 jobs to Dayton. Now we're upping that to 475. So above and beyond that commitment, technically, that's creating 75 new jobs. But really, we're hiring about 125 people, David, going from 350 to around that 475 number. What I want to ask you is how the team can maintain that strong culture that is very much alive right now in Dayton, that Haka Palita spirit, as you're growing so rapidly all, across all shifts. I guess I'm asking, when you expanded the last time, 150 employees or so in 2021, what'd you learn from that effort in terms of how you can maintain that strong culture, even as you're adding a lot of new people into the mix? Yeah, first thing is don't do it uh, during a global pandemic. Noted, <laughs> um, and uh, so that that part is uh, so far uh, going going correctly. Uh, but uh, last time, the, I, I'd say the biggest challenge is we were you know brand new. So as we grew, we were growing shifts to full out to get us to this twenty four seven capacity. So in that, you obviously you're quite limited in in how many people you can bring in at a time because you can only train so many people at a time. So because you want that good one on one time and really, you know, help people understand the nuances and it takes time to learn and experience. And it's many, many months for that process. So if you only have one shift to be able to do that, um, you have to do it in waves and in stages and, and you have to do it on that one shift. And then there's a the difficulty factor of those people they're trying to produce and train all at the same time constantly for a very long time until you fill out those four shifts. Uh, now we have four shifts and we can uh, train across all those four shifts in a very uh, controlled, organized way 
Um, we have right mentors in place who have been training for a long time. Everyone's a couple years older, wiser, more experienced, and uh, really uh, just have that experience uh, to help better uh, train even than the way that we were already set up to do in the past. So we're real confident in it. And we've, we've uh, um, given ourselves the time that we need uh, as we do these uh, uh, and commission this new equipment. We won't be using the new people for that. We're using the most experienced operators we have to make sure that all that is, is good. And we have good sign off processes in place as we go from project team to operations and so on. So the new people they're the, <clears throat> they'll be kind of woven in to already highly functioning shifts. Uh, it won't be a brand new shift unto themselves. So this is uh, really good. And a lot of hard work by the team has been put in place to get us to this point where we can do it in this way. And it's all been a part of the planning that we talked about before. So how we execute that now is, uh, is uh, what's next for us. I know you've learned a lot from, from those past experiences and it's great to hear that that culture of excellence and that production precision is going to be maintained. Even as a lot of people come on board you spend a lot of time, obviously, in Dayton and Southeast Tennessee. When you're going out to lunch, when you're in the community, and you hear people come up to you if you're wearing your Nokia entire shirt and say, thank you for creating these jobs. What does it mean to be a, a growth driver, not only for our company, which is very important to our dealers, but also for a community? Yeah, that's uh, that's big. And I'm always wearing my Nokia entire shirt. So um you get the the looks and the nods and the thank yous and oh my cousin works there or my brother works there and he loves it and those kind of things and of course restaurants and so on they uh, they love it especially as you know lunch crowds are bigger and and uh, you know contractors are there and hotels are fuller and or more full that kind of thing that's that's uh, uh, just a small part of it but being able to to do all the things we're doing in the community and kind of our community service was cut back uh, a lot due to COVID and all the restrictions there, but we're getting back into that and, and really being uh, uh, a member um, and a, uh, uh, an integral part of this community and the people that live here and work here, it's a small community, small town. And uh, so, uh, you know, almost everyone knows each other. So, um, anyone you meet has someone they know or, or lives with or is related to, and that's not, that, that works at our factory and or is related to it in some way. So that's special. And uh, we really need to cultivate that and, and grow that and continue to just grow along with uh, the town as it uh, develops. Last couple of questions for you, quite simply. For the sake of our audience, which is mostly on this podcast, tire dealers, why should dealers care about this growth? Why does this ultimately help their shops? Uh, as my friend Tommy would say, uh, I mean, we're we're here in North America. We're close by. We're making what the market wants, and we're growing and expanding to better uh, support them. Uh, that's that's what all this is about. So. Uh, uh, being here uh, inside the country and uh, being able to double capacity and further uh, grow alongside them and, and, and everything that Nokian Tires wants to be in North America. This is, 
this is uh, what it looks like. So happy uh, to, to grow alongside them and uh, North America as a whole. So uh, that's why we're here. To sum it all up, how optimistic are you about the future of Nokian tires at the Dayton factory? Oh, this is uh, incredible. And I, I don't see this being uh, the end of our, our growth. So uh, we take a lot of pride in that uh, uh, the board of directors and Nokian tires uh, as a whole keeps investing more and more and more into the uh, Dayton factory that shows that we're doing things the right way. And uh uh, we get a lot of good support from them and we have growth plans. So this is just another piece of that puzzle. And we continue uh, growing together uh, with all of our uh, customers. And uh, I don't see this being the last of the growth in any way, shape or form. So really excited about uh, the potential out there and all the new products we'll be able to deliver that better serve uh, the North American market. So excited when you're in Dayton as I was last week at this announcement you can feel that excitement it is not lip service it is tangible and we're excited with you David thanks for your efforts in Dayton leading that project and thanks for joining us today my pleasure thank you Wes so my first week at Nokian tires I sat in a construction trailer and I heard David talk about what was to come and it was honestly pretty hard to envision because it was a big, big concrete slab surrounded by mud. It was an island in the middle of mud, and our uh, our gator needed better tires, actually. We got stuck a couple times as we were riding around the facility. Fast forward now four years, and this place is beautiful. If you've not been yet, let us know. We'd love to take you one of these days and give you a tour. As a dealer partner, certainly we, we want to give you that opportunity. It is a glistening facility. The administration building totally run by solar energy. Production building, lead version 4 silver, so it's sustainable. It's one of the most advanced tire factories you've ever visited, maybe the most advanced. And more importantly, the people there are happy. They're smiling. They're glad to be there. We believe that happy people make great tires. We want to keep them that way, and that certainly also applies to the 75 to 125 folks that we'll be adding in 2023. But of course, we're also going to be growing that product mix. You heard David talk in that interview about the incorporation of light truck production into the mix in Dayton here in the coming year. That's going to be big news for us. More to come on that subject here soon. But also, of course, one product we're already making there that's increasingly popular throughout the United States and into parts of Canada is the Nokian Tires WRG4. It's the fifth generation of our all-weather tire line, and up next we talk with a dealer who's been around for all five generations, dating back to 2000. Howie Fetzer is an enthusiastic evangelist for the all-weather tire. It's the only tire he lets his family drive, except for the Hakaplita R5s he put on his own vehicle this winter. We'll allow that. And he has built strong business more than 55% of folks who come in buying those all-weather tires have bought all-weather products from him before, and all of them are buying Nokian tires, all weather products. They're the only ones he will sell. Here's our chat with Howie Fetzer. We're pleased to be joined by Howie Fetzer. Howie runs Fetzer Tire in Connecticut. Uh, how's the weather up there, Howie? How's winter been for you? Well, right now it's around mid 50s and rainy out, so it doesn't really feel like winter at the moment. But, uh, you know, we had a little cold blast in December, and I'm sure it'll be coming any day now that will feel like winter around here. That unpredictable winter weather is, of course, the theme of what we're talking about today, which is why 
the all-weather tire is a good fit and not only a good fit for Connecticut drivers, but has been a great driver of your business. But before we get into why you like that segment and why it's been so successful for you, how was business in 2022? How things look like for Fetzer Tire? Uh, you know, thankfully, business has been very strong for us. We actually had probably our, our strongest uh, year in the last 49 years that we have been in business. So um, I cannot complain on that front by any means. Glad to hear it. Um, one of those big drivers of your business, as we mentioned, is that all-weather product segment. What's your history there? When did you first start selling these and how have they become such a big part of your product mix? Sure. Well, we first started selling the Nokian at the time we called it uh, NRW back in around 2000. And it was just one of a number of different manufacturers that we sort of carried. And we really weren't selling it at first as an all-year winter-rated tire at the when we first started, we weren't really educated on what the all-weather segment was at that point in time. And we were selling it more sort of as a winter tire that, you know, if you didn't feel like switching out your tires and you liked the way it handled and performed in the dry and the wet, you know, you can just leave them on. You don't have to deal with two sets of tires. And what ended up happening was anyone we were selling the Nokian uh, all-weather tire to wasn't taking it off. And not only did they rave about his performance in wintertime conditions, but how well it performed, especially in the wet weather aspect also. And in the very beginning, we were concerned about, well, we know the performance aspect is there when it comes to safety and traction. Uh, we know our customer likes the dry weather performance along with the wet, and especially the winter aspects. They like the fact that they don't have to deal with having two sets of tires. They deal with all the various type of weather that we get here in New England. But the million dollar question was, well, how's it going to hold up and last? So in the very beginning, we were very conscious in tracking the longevity of the tires versus other manufacturers' tires. And what we discovered with the Nokian product, uh, it was holding up as well or better than other manufacturers' quote-unquote all-season tires. And we knew at that point in time that this was something really was the perfect product for where we live here in the Northeast. Um, it gave us the traction needed no matter what the weather was like, gave the longevity that the consumer liked, um, and it gave, more importantly, the convenience of not having to deal with switching back and forth tires with our consumers really loved. So, um, you know, for the last 22 years, it's been a market that we've been growing. Um, I'm not saying this because I'm doing a podcast from <laughs> Nokian, uh, but, you know, the Nokian all-weather tire category has been the only all-weather tire that we've ever sold or we would ever recommend at this point in time to our consumers. I know in the last few years, other manufacturers have uh, entered into the market where Nokia was the only player for for a number of years. Um, but what we've seen from customers who come in with them on, um, you know, they're not getting the, especially the longevity of mm -hmm. the all-weather of the Nokia, first and foremost. Um, you know, I've had a couple of customers, you know, stray away from the Nokians and they're coming back to me because they weren't happy with other manufacturers products. So, and then, uh, you know, and especially in the last couple of years, the other piece of the equation, which has started to sort of hit home here in the United States is, is low rolling resistance and how that impacts fuel efficiency. Um, and as I like to tell people, whether you're an environmentalist or not, you know, everyone loves saving money. So That's you know, right. you start, as I like to say, people always ask me, you know, how come you recommend this versus other manufacturers tires? And I always say, well, other manufacturer tires would check a couple of the boxes. Nokian checks all the boxes. 
Being a green company is not just about the green of the environment. That's important. It's also the green right. of the cash that stays in your wallet when you have that low rolling resistance. I want to ask you about a couple of rumors that I've heard about you, if you don't mind. We'll find out if they're true or not. <laughs> we'll find out. I hope they're both true. I hope the so first, too. the first, quite simply, I'll ask is, is that you only let your family drive our all weather tires. Is that true? That is correct. Well, because we run a very honest upfront business here. Um, they're all are either running the all weather tires or I personally this year have been running the Haka fives on my new car because they don't make the all weather tire in my size. We'll take so, it. We will take it. We'll take it. But yes, <laughs> every single family member in my family runs a Nokian product. That's awesome. The other rumor I heard comes from an interview that you did with Modern Tire Dealer. And later we did an interview and they asked us about this comment that you made. Do you actually had a customer come in and complain about the WR G4 all-weather tire? Because he was afraid it was going to give him too much grip in winter conditions. Can you confirm this? Uh, that is a true statement. Uh, <laughs> his concern was that he had a Toyota Camry, that the tires gripped too well, that if he had to make a quick maneuvers, the tires would clip, would grip the road, but he was afraid that the Toyota may flip over because of that. Not something we typically I, see, although we get a lot of positive no, comments about our grip. <laughs> no, but 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 that is a true story. Yes. That's amazing. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess if, if we're going to hear a complaint about our tires, that's the one we want to hear. So I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And also you're welcome, I guess, in a way as well. It's okay. That's wild. If you're willing to share, what, what percentage of your sales come from our all-weather products? What, what, like, I want to understand how big of a, a part of your mix they really are. Sure. So, and that we were, we do tires and we also do automotive repairs at my business. Um, I'm, so speaking just to the tire aspect of it, it probably represents, mm, I would say between 85 to 90% of our tire sales. Wow. And of that, um, I would say 55 to 60 plus percent, maybe even a little bit higher is repeat, repeat customers or people coming in asking for the product because they heard from a family uh, friend or family member that this is the tire that they want to have on their vehicles. That's incredible. So you've not only been able to satisfy thousands of customers and build that loyalty, but you've also been able to really build a strong business on the back of this one segment and really of this one group of products. Uh, without a doubt for the last 20 plus years. Um, again, I will say this, if I was talking to someone from Michelin or Continental or Bridgestone, it's not because I'm sitting here talking to you from Nokian. But the Nokian really has been able to change our business model for a number of reasons. Um, as I said to you before, we're, we run a very honest and ethical business. And when you're sitting there, and especially for someone who's never tried the product before, and you're telling the consumer, these are all the things that the product's going to do, it does sound like a bit like a sales pitch. I'd be the first one to admit it. And they got to be a bit skeptical because in our industry, there's a lot of false information even being marketed by the tire manufacturer or by you know, the salesperson behind the counter. And you're telling the individual all these things that this all-weather tire is going to be able to do for them. And it does sound like, like I said, a sales pitch. And <laughs> you know, they said, you know, they've either been a customer or more importantly, if it's a new customer, a lot of times they're referred to us. And they said, we'll give it a shot. And then when it rains out, you know, and they see how the tire performs. And then when it snows out and they see how the tire performs, um, it does everything that you tell the consumer the tire was going to do. And what that does is now build trust in your relationship with that customer and they build trust in you. So when it comes to other aspects of taking care of their vehicles, 
Um, they're like, you know what? These guys are straight shooters. You know, this is not a sales pitch that they told us about this product. Mm -hmm. It really did everything they said it was going to do. Maybe it outperformed, did better than what their expectations were. And you build that level of confidence in a relationship, especially in an industry where there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of unethical practices that help separate yourself from the other competitors out there in the market. As you're seeking to start that relationship, you've got a challenge ahead of you. Every mm -hmm. every every dealer who sells all-weather tires has a challenge ahead of them, which is to differentiate all-weather from all-season. The names are so similar. And most consumers, even folks we've talked to in our industry sometimes can't quantify, can't name that difference. How do you do it? How do you help consumers quickly and easily while they're at the counter differentiate between all-weather and all-season? Well, it's not as difficult as people may think it is, in my opinion. All right. Um, first, it's very simple. Like we tell people this, the term all season is a marketing term. It's, um, it's been made up here in the United States. They don't use it in Europe or Canada or the other parts of the world where there is winter time. Mm -hmm. um, explain the fact that the tire entry actually has safety standards that a tire must meet in order to get a winter rating, where the all season tire does not have that safety standard. Um, we then explain how an all-weather tire does meet that safety standard by the tire industry for wintertime driving. Um, and then we also explain like how an all-weather tire is different than a winter tire where it's actually designed to be run year-round. Okay. Now, with that said, um, some people still may not quite understand it. So I have for years, and I'm probably not the only person who does this, but I have for the last, I don't know, 15 to 20 years used a very simple analogy. And I tell people, Think of your tires on your cars like the shoes you wear, right? It doesn't make a difference what physical shape you are in. It doesn't make a difference what type of car you are driving. You're only as safe as what's making contact to the ground. Mm. So sort of the way I like to categorize the different areas of tires is different areas of shoes. Your high-performance tires are a dress shoe. Your all-season tires are a sneaker. And a winter-ready tire is like having a, foot, a boot on your foot, right? And you put that in that sort of analogy, the consumer, whoever they are, can understand it. Okay, they don't need to know the technical aspects behind what's the difference between an all-season tire and an all-weather tire. But if, if they can understand what's the difference between a sneaker and a boot in wintertime conditions. So what I like to tell them, you know, an all-weather tire, especially the Nokia, is a boot they can run wear year-round. It's comfortable like a sneaker and it's dressy enough to go out in a black tie night. I love it. So with shoes and with tires, it's important for consumers to tread wisely. Right. It's all about correct. that tread. <laughs> Fun yes. intended. I love that description. I think that's that's one we're going to steal here as well. I think that that really clearly paints a, a great, a great picture. My last question then is kind of related to that, I guess. This is a podcast mostly listened to by tire dealers. What's your advice for dealers who are maybe just getting into the all-weather game or looking to make that a larger part of their product mix? What advice do you have about how to best sell those products and, and grow with Nokian tires? Well, the first thing I would say, because this was a little bit of our concern also initially when we started getting into sort of selling the uh, Nokian as a year-round winter tire, is what's that going to do to my changeover business? How's it going to, you know, uh, cannibalize some of my, you know, pure winter tire, snow, snow tire sales? Mm -hmm. And what we discovered was, it actually, especially like I said before, I have a repair side of, of my business also. And for two or three months, we basically almost shut that down because we were so busy changing tires over from, you know, their summer tires or local all-season tires to the winter tires. Um, not making a whole lot of money. It's the same amount of work and effort to put a set of uh, used winter tires on as it is to sell a set of new tires. And 
what ended up happening was because we weren't busy, so busy doing the changeover tires, um, which really don't generate that much revenue as a business, uh, you know, we were selling new tires, but we also allowed us to maintain our repair side of the business also. So it has really enabled us to grow our business year round. Um, again, if you sell someone the tire in August, it doesn't make a difference, you know, or whether you sell it in December. Um, you know, they need a new set of tires and you explain the difference to them, but the benefits of an all weather tire versus an all season tire, the convenience aspect of not having two sets of tires, then, you know, like I said, for many reasons, it could be beneficial for your organization. Um, I wouldn't be afraid of getting into the market. If anything, I would highly encourage it. Now, with that said, if you're in the more northern climates and you're on, you know, roads that are, you know, snow covered and icy, a large percentage of the winter would this be my recommendation to you no i would still go with the designated winter tire by nokian without a doubt and that's what we recommend to our consumers we we'll allow them to go up north into the mountains during the weekends um but for 90 plus percent of our consumers um you know this is the perfect product and we also the important thing also is to explain to the consumer that it's not just in winter conditions that an all-weather tire is beneficial versus an all-season tire but even just in the cold because of how the temperatures impact the rubber compounds. Um, so, you know, a tire that's an all season tire and it's 40 degrees out and raining, it's not going to grip as well if it's 80 degrees out and raining. Mm -hmm. So it's beneficial just in winter time because of temperature aspects, not just in winter conditions. Um, and it's a way that the consumer has confidence no matter, no matter what the weather's like outside, whether it's, 50 degrees one day and 20 degrees out the next day that they're safe and they're covered and that they're and their family are safe in their vehicles. Thanks for your insight about all weather tires. This is really helpful, not only hopefully to our listeners, but even to us as a marketing team, as we are always looking for fresh ways to tell that story to consumers. And you certainly have become more than an expert in that. Howie, thanks a lot. Any final thoughts you want to leave us with? No, I just want to wish everyone out there a happy new year. Um, may first and foremost, everyone be healthy and them and their families and uh good luck selling tires cheers to that we'll talk to you soon take care you know my favorite part of the interview was the shoe analogy that he used <laughs> all-weather tires as a, a versatile boot I like it. I got to say, I'm going to be using that in our marketing materials, I think, in conversations moving forward. Thanks to Howie for joining. We joked after we stopped recording that interview that whenever we had an all-weather discussion, we wanted to go to him. And it's true. He, he said that. He's right. We need to get him on the payroll, I think, on the marketing payroll. But if any of you have had similar experiences selling all-weather tires or have something different to bring to the table, we'd love to hear from you as well. Connecticut, of course, is one of those hybrid markets. You do get winter tire buyers there. You have a lot of folks running all seasons, though, that need to upgrade to that all-weather product. But there are other areas of this country where all-weathers are increasingly popular as well. You look at the Pacific Northwest, for example. Even here in Nashville, Tennessee, on my Camry, I've got the Nokian Tires 1. But on my wife's car, on the car where she's driving and our baby is riding, we have WRG Force. Her family lives in Canada. We go visit. And if, if drivers visit winter or winter visits them, as it already has here in Tennessee, those all-weather tires are such an asset. Thanks to Howie for joining. Thanks to you for being an invaluable part of our company. We could not, we would not be hiring more people and doubling our capacity in Dayton if not for your business, for your partnership, and for your support. And we want to continue to reward that support in the months ahead. So to summarize today's news, 75 new jobs 
in Dayton, Tennessee, up to around maybe even 125 positions by the end of the year. We're going to 4 million tires in Dayton by 2024, and we are building a 600,000 tire warehouse to store those tires. We cannot wait to grow along with you, and we thank you for your role in that growth. Visit our social media channels for coverage of this big news. Read our dealer services newsletter as well. Actually went out on January 18th. So those of you who are uh, quick on the draw, that's today. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you, talking with you, and bringing you more news from Dayton and elsewhere in the months ahead. Until then, we'll talk to you soon. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time, keep on rolling.